It was like being Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. I'm standing in the middle of the department store with cash going, can someone please do this for me? And no one wanted my money. Welcome to A Book and a Dream with Megan O'Russell, an author's adventure in writing, reading, and being an epic fangirl. Hello, my name is Megan O'Russell, and welcome to episode 65 of A Book and a Dream. Now, whether you use them when you're buying books or not, book reviews make a huge difference in how a book is presented to the audience, how many readers a book can reach. Book reviews mean everything. Unfortunately, they're sort of like a unicorn. You know they exist, but they're impossible to find. So this week, I spent basically all my time on either audio proofing for how I magically messed up my life in four freaking days, or review hunting. Hunting for the Magical Mysterious Review. Now, the audio editing and proofing for How I Magically Messed Up My Life in Four Freaking Days, yes, the title is that long, I made some choices there, uh, is going so well. Um, I found an amazingly talented voice actor to do the narration. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, the book sounds, it's sort of like... Um, a little bit like the video game voices and like the super fancy, like new version of Final Fantasy. And so it's very cool. Like it, it sounds amazing. It was so much fun to listen to. I had a great time. I'm really excited to get that book out into the universe and it will be exclusive on Audible and Amazon for a while. Why? This does loop back in because of reviews. See, there's a difference between book reviews and audiobook reviews and this all links together, I swear. So normal book reviews, you, unless, if you're an indie, let's start there. If you're an indie author, normal book reviews, you can sort of give out as many ebook files as you want, and there really isn't a, a cost to you. You know, it's, it's there, it's a file, you give away the secret code, and then people can download it. For audiobooks, they are coveted audiobook codes. So the way I published Girl of Glass and Tethering, I only got 30 codes, so I only had 30 precious codes to give out to reviewers. Now, by publishing How I Magically Messed Up My Life in Four Freaking Days on the Amazon-owned platforms and leaving it there for a little while and then moving it to the Findaway platforms where Tethering and Growth Glass are, I'll double my number of codes for reviews. Mwahahaha. At least in theory. I've never tried it this way. It could go horribly wrong. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep you updated. But that decision was made specifically because I need review codes. Because in order for your audiobooks to be seen on these platforms, they need reviews. But in order to get reviews, you need review codes. Because even if people are buying your books, chances of them leaving a review are like so small you'd be better off diamond hunting in the middle of a highway. Yeah. And I know this because for ebooks, because I am indie, I can give out as many ebook review codes as I want. But the odds of getting reviews from all of those codes are still very small. It is, in fact, easier to sell an ebook than it is to give away one for free and get a review. Now, there are some different methods to go about gaining these magical, mysterious book reviews. And there are all kinds of benchmarks that are like 
allegedly there, according to the author community. Like, hitting 10 reviews on Amazon kicks you higher in the algorithm. Having 50-plus reviews makes you more eligible for a BookBub promo. There are all these sort of, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No one really has any proof of it. And in fact, BookBub says that they don't just look at reviews. They look at a lot of other factors. So who knows? Who knows what's going on? But we do know they're important. Now, for the authors out there, there are several different methods that um, you can try. You can try. And for the readers out there, if you're ever so broke you can't afford to buy the 99 cent ebooks, never pirate anything. Just sign up to review books and you'll have people banging on your door trying to get you to read things. So there is a program called NetGalley and you can sign up to be a oops, you can sign up to be a reader and um, authors can pay to have their books listed on NetGalley. And it's like this big server and then people sort through and they download books and then they review them. But if you're an author, be careful because NetGalley is sort of like the the Goodreads of book reviews. They can get a little mean there. They can get a little uh snooty. I don't want to say snooty, but I feel like that's the closest word. Like, you better be careful because they will tear you apart. So it's a little terrifying. And for an author, it's very expensive to get listed on NetGalley. So authors, try it if you're feeling brave. Readers, if you want to be able to like sort through some of the New York Times bestsellers that need reviews before they come out, sign up for NetGalley. Now, there are also things like book review tours that you can pay for. It's sort of like a blog tour where they're going to hop you around to different sites and different bookstagrammers, and you pay someone to arrange it, and then your book goes out to all these people. Now, that's great in theory, but you pay quite a bit of money, and sometimes you only get five or ten reviews. And that's for like $250. That's most of a new book cover for five reviews. That's a lot. Like, that doesn't seem like the best choice to me. Now, there are also ways to do, like, review teams from your readers that are on your newsletter. There are actually a lot of really cool Facebook groups that are very, like, genre-specific. So there's, like, uh, Facebook groups that are just for YA readers, and authors can post their books and, like, give out free codes there. Um, So there are places like that that you can sort of find and go through. The problem being that after you give someone your book to review and you send them the code, hopefully they download it, hopefully they read it, hopefully they like send a link back to you with the book reviews that you like know that they did it and then you can send them the sequel and then you start this lovely little relationship with them. But not everyone's going to do that. And you're not sure for real if they downloaded it, if you're using like a, a book funnel link or some other kind of ebook link of that type. It's really hard. You don't know how many people have actually downloaded it. You don't know if they're a pirate who's going to like steal your book. It gets a little effy. And I am currently looking for reviews for three audiobook projects and two ebooks. That's a lot. That's a lot of like hunting around, trying to find people who are going to be reliable about posting reviews and then following up and chasing them down. So in a very un-Megan-like move, I decided that I was going to hire someone. I was going to hire a personal assistant or a virtual assistant. I don't mind on the don't mind the designation. It's fine either way. But I was going to hire them and then they were going to do it for me. It was like being Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. I'm standing in the middle of the department store with cash going, can someone please do this for me? And no one wanted my money. Either they were like, 
no, a, a virtual assistant needs to take over your newsletter and everything else too. And I'm like, no, 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 just reviews. I got everything else. Just reviews, just reviews, just reviews. Or they were like, you shouldn't pay someone to do that. That's too easy. Just do it yourself. <laughs> and so I'm literally on the Facebook groups being like, no, you don't understand. I don't have the bandwidth. I know it's a small task, but I just need someone to do this one thing. And I didn't get any takers. So I have to do it myself. Now, a lot of the review finding issues that I have are mostly probably just me. Like, yes, there's a lot of Excel spreadsheets and like keeping timetables and all that. But a lot of it is just that I hate to bother people. I hate to be like, hey, posting in a group. Will people read my book and leave me reviews? And then you send it to them. And I'm like, thank you. Like, I know it's going to take you like eight hours of your life to read my book. Thank you for like giving me a day, even though I am giving them a free book, so I'm offering them value too. And then to email them and follow up and be like, hey, that thing that you said you'd give me eight hours of your life to absorb yourself in my characters so that you could write a review for me, did you actually do that? Could you like do that? Uh, I just, it's not, but to me, it feels like bothering people and harassing people because I just don't like asking people to do things for me. So a lot of that is just me. And then if I could just hire someone to ask them for me, then... I wouldn't be asking them and that would make my life easier. But that's not going to happen. So I'm being a big kid and I am doing the book reviews myself since nobody wants my dollars. And it's happening. It's happening. There will be book reviews for Heart of Smoke and The Tethering and all those things because I am a professional author and I'm going to make it happen. The current plan that I'm going with for the Heart of Smoke series, I am using a link from Booksprout. So they're going to like automatically send out the book for me. And then when it's time for the reviews to be due, it feels weird to have there be a due date. Like, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, asking things from people. Um, you click the button and then it sends them out a reminder being like, hey, your reviews are due. And you really can't do anything if they didn't post it. But at least you don't really have to contact them yourself. You like click a button in the system, contact them. So that feels better to me. That like, that feels better than just like, emailing people. Um, and then I'm funneling people through someone's Facebook group to like get them on there. So hopefully that will all work out and it'll be less of me like staring at my computer being like, do I really need to ask them to actually post reviews or should I just hide under a blanket and hope they do? Because that's a really tough choice to make. That's That's hard. Hiding under the blanket, hoping for the best sometimes seems like a really valuable option. So if you are an author and you are having struggles with book reviews, which I think most of us do, just know you're not alone. It is a painful, excruciating process that I would love to skip if it were at all humanly possible. So you are not alone in the struggle. And there are lots of different routes that don't involve paying $50 for a review that you can take. If you are a reader and you are looking for free books, then there are plenty of places where authors are dying to give you their books before they're even published so that you can leave a review for them. So not only do you get free books, you get to tell people your opinion about the free books. So that's really fun. And if you're like, no, I already have like a six foot deep to be read pile that I'm never going to get through, even if we go into another lockdown, then, you know, take some time and review that to be read pile as you go through. Click on Amazon or Kobo or whatever your site of choice is, and you can leave two sentences. Even if it's like, this sparked joy. It will stay in my life. You're still, you are helping an author because quite frankly, we are over here 
freaking out with our cats and our wine trying to figure out how to make this go. So save an author, leave a review, and I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.